now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. Merry Christmas to you. We have a full crew, believe it or not, on this Christmas day. Hopefully you're making the best of it. Uh, you know, we've uh, put our crew back to work. Uh, Dennis is with me. We've got Ed from Flight Training Professionals, formerly a Flight Training Professionals, now a uh, independent uh, flight examiner. And if that weren't enough, we got Tom as well from Velocity Aircraft, among other things that he does. So we got a full crew, and, and I'm here to announce to the Just Plain Radio crew that everybody is getting holiday pay, which is triple what you typically get. How do you feel about that, Dennis? Well, last time I checked, three times nothing is still nothing. Okay, well, there's those technicalities and things like that, but Merry <laughs> Christmas regardless. And, uh, you know, hey, it could be worse. You could be getting... Uh, no raises at all or no holiday pay. So, you know, it, it's the it's the thought that counts, right? It, you yeah, it is. Yeah. Okay. Everybody's on board. That's all that matters. Now, uh, we got a lot to navigate through today. Uh, even though it is a holiday, officially, we can talk about aviation. And, you know, last week, Dennis actually surprised me at headquarters here in Orlando and flew his Mooney 201 up with his son uh, to join me for one of our other radio shows, our scuba radio show, and and uh, showed up for our, uh, you know, office Christmas party. He he brought the, you know, obligatory gift, which was booze. And uh, you know, and a barf bag. Don't forget that. Yeah, you did bring that, and uh, and it wasn't used this year, which was uh, an improvement over the well, year that before. Was a, I thought that was you know going out of my way to, you know. Right. Well, he had uh, smooth smooth skies up from Fort Myers to Orlando, but uh, that trek that you took was, uh, I mean, in a car it would take like I don't know four hours probably thereabouts. <laughs> what do you think? No, Ed, well, you don't agree. If I avoid I four. Well, true. Which you can't. <laughs> well, right. So, I mean, we, am I right? Or what, what, more like three hours? Or what do you think in a car? Are you I, saying? You know, I think it's three hours just to the theme parks. And then it's probably, what, another hour from there to your house. All right. right. So Ed's well, chuckle so, was more like, uh, like no, yeah, that's if you're on a good day. Uh, it'd be yeah, four I hours in a car. I come from Sarasota at the end of a day, and it's three hours from Sarasota. So. Okay. So yeah. it's way worse. It could be. Yeah, you could be pushing five in a car, depending on traffic. But in your Mooney 201, from your air park, from your, you know... Uh, from your, my garage. Yeah, from your garage uh, to Orlando Executive, the, how how much flight time did, did you have? Well, the total for the round trip was four hours on the airplane. And that included a detour to Merritt Island on the way up to your house. So uh-huh. we didn't exactly <laughs> go the straight route. We went uh, to the east coast first and then came back in so it was less than an hour to Merritt island i think it was 20 minutes from Merritt island then to orlando so okay you know well it was it, so was the, the way to cover the state quickly sure was the uh, stop in Merritt island uh obviously to see captain tom was that a, a booze run as well you had to pick up the booze from captain tom 
or, or no. get his uh, uh you had to get his margarita recipe before you <laughs> flew you know up if to it Orlando. wasn't for the whole flying thing i would have taken him up on all of that but instead we went for the uh the hundred dollar roast beef sandwich made by his lovely wife ah. so i think that was a, a a really good uh option there there you go so you, you had know, a nothing nice like uh oceanfront dining i i bet so uh, you know and and it was relaxed it was kind of like holiday mode flying you'd have no traffic no stress uh roast beef sandwich or it would have been roast beast uh i think for for christmas wouldn't it tom was that what she made for him what do you think if you know, i can't believe you said that i i thought i was the only person that said roast beast and you said it yeah so see? i think i think maybe we were separated at birth okay well, it could have happened <laughs> might have happened and you know most people usually won't uh admit such not such crazy ideas but uh you know Tom, that's true that's true you know it's the holidays he's in giving type spirit yeah but <laughs> but he had a nice visit with you uh on your on his way up to orlando and you, it was nice you think for the holidays oh, or what oh it, it was excellent he flew in i picked him up at the airport and i, I we picked him up and uh uh Nanette and I were getting ready to head on over to Orlando anyway to see the Trans-Siberian Orchestra at Danway Center. Oh, we had okay. uh, tickets there, but we were able to squeeze. I want to see, I want Dennis to come over now for like the last six to eight months. So I wanted to get on over anyway. So it worked out just perfect. Right. We got him in there and actually went right past Orlando exactly gone to Amway. I figured Dennis is probably just, you know, time we left him at the airport, time he taxied out, we probably probably got the executive probably about 10 minutes after he'd already tied down his airplane well okay well there you go so you had that uh as he headed over to our broadcast headquarters for the yep. for the day so uh you know this sounds like just the perfect holiday flight dennis i mean it was it was you, you look you pretty know, happy when you came in i and i was like i checked well, i was uh, out flying greg well Come no on. i was i was <laughs> checking that's like the but. bottle of rum had not been the seal had not been broken because that's what i was concerned with because i was like gosh you, you know i know how this stuff magically evaporates sometimes on on the way to a party you know for christmas <laughs> and stuff like but, well, but it didn't seem to be the case for you the drunken you, santa was waiting at your front door though as soon as i got there with his cup out so. right right but you could step over him he was passed out he wouldn't have noticed uh at that particular moment but yeah you know uh it was it was good to see you um and, and just uh, be a part of the festivities and that's one of the bonuses of having your own aircraft being able to just hop in the plane uh, you know, you grabbed your son, you did a little scenic route over there in Merritt Island, uh, checked in with Tom, got a sandwich, and then headed on up to a Christmas party. I mean, that that is the kind of thing that you were hoping to achieve, you know, months ago when you moved to Fort Myers into the air park, right? That was the whole goal. I mean, I, look at my Saturday. I took off. I went to Merritt Island for lunch. I went to Orlando for the afternoon. I was still home for dinner. Nice. Back in Fort Myers in my own garage. Right. You know, it's just really is an amazing way to experience general aviation. Your wife makes you eat in the garage. Well, have you seen his garage? It's massive. (laughs) I'm just saying, it's not like he's eating dinner in the garage. It's a I'll take it where I can get it, you know? It is a big garage or hangar. Uh, in his case, for uh, Captain Dennis there. But uh, but then on, on top of everything else, you get to hang out with uh, uh, Captain Tom there in Merritt Island, get a sandwich. Uh, you actually got to see his uh, aircraft for the first time, too, right? We, well, we did. We actually parked our airplane uh, right next to his hangars for, you know, um, had to tie it down somewhere. So we were able to do that. And he said, well, come on in, let's take a look. So we finally got to see Tom's velocity. And, and then I also, uh, part of the reason I wanted to go visit with Tom is 
I wanted to see his neighbor because it turns out his neighbor is my old boss from Minnesota back when I was getting my pilot's license. His neighbor owned the airport and flight school, or the FBO and flight school. Right. Talk about small world in aviation. So, oh, I thought you wanted you to know. go see him say, hey, I don't work for you anymore, so you can suck it, loser. Look at me. Look at me fly here. But it wasn't there that type of, a little of Oh, that. there yeah. was. Okay. All right. <laughs> But he has his own aircraft, too, I assume, if he's living next to... Several. Uh, yeah. Okay. So he's not doing too shabby. But uh, No, he, he's done well for himself. In fact, he's a guy that you need to talk to one of these days because he's got you know a small fleet of airplanes. He also has several boats, one of which is a 130-foot retired Coast Guard cutter hmm. on Lake Superior. Uh, and uh, he obviously cool. scuba dives. Yeah. So, you know, here, here's a guy who's... Uh, He'd be a good guest for you and good a good person for you to meet one day. Well, if he has multiple airplanes, maybe he just doesn't need that many. He could just give me one of them. Uh, I you know, don't think be. that's going to happen because one of them is a Cessna 206 on floats. Another one is a, a twin-engine Beechcraft Baron. And then, of course, he's got a Cirrus. Yeah, but it's Christmas. Uh, Dennis, he's not Christmas that giving. Is, I is used the to season <laughs> of giving. I mean, come on. Uh, you know, I don't know. If he really wants to make an impact... On the world, that's that's just one way that I would suggest he could really share the love. And, uh, it, I, I mean, I would be a huge fan. Okay, crickets, nothing. Okay, I got you. <laughs> they know I'm better than I do, obviously. All right, look, we're just getting started here on the, uh, on the big show. Stick around. More coming up on Just Plain Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plane Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. Go to JustPlaneRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. 
Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Let's face it. We all know that Christmas is a big commercial racket. It's run by a big Eastern syndicate, you know. Christmas bells, those Christmas bells. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, Dennis Mealon, Captain Dennis. We got Ed, uh, Captain Ed from, well, he's a flight training uh, uh, examiner now, flight examiner now, uh, formerly with flight training professionals. And if that weren't enough, we got uh, Captain Tom with Velocity Aircraft who had uh, made a request like, hey, it's Christmas time, you ought to play this, this Snoopy song. And so we, uh, we got that out there for him. Merry Christmas to you, Tom. Excellent. You know, I got to tell you, three years in a row, I've been listening to your show for yeah. at least the last five years. And every Christmas, I send you a little thing via Just Plain Radio. Hey, yeah. Greg, you're always playing a Christmas based type aviation song, right. Snoopy's Christmas. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for the last two years, three years, you've just ignored my email. Exactly. And so this yeah. year, since maybe <laughs> I have a little bit of influence, I sent a message to dentist. I said, Dennis, you got to get Greg to play this song. You, ju- <laughs> you just made my day. Well, that, that was, uh, that's what was, that's what it was for. Uh, we you made- did. Cool. Now you know who's in charge with the show, right? Yeah, I guess we know who, who's got the pull around. It, it, it's a Christmas miracle. I don't know what else to it tell is. you. Yeah, but yeah, it, you know, I, I've known about that song for a while, but for whatever reason, it's just been aside. three years. Yeah, at least. But uh, but it is uh, on today, so you are welcome. And uh, you know, uh, by the way, before we uh, talk a little bit more about. Yeah, Tom's aircraft, his Velocity aircraft that Dennis had the pleasure of actually seeing last week. Uh, we got to tease something that might be, uh, uh, I don't know, big uh, big news here for Dennis in a couple weeks. We can only talk about it preliminarily because, uh, you know, it's still in the works. But you might be going lobster diving, and uh, but getting there in your aircraft with a, a big kind of a big wig in the industry, right? Well, just just think about this, Greg. I might get to go lobster diving in the Florida Keys with my airplane. I mean, that alone is the whole purpose of moving to Florida right. and living down here because I get to do all the things that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. The fact that I'm also potentially have the opportunity to go sh- uh, lobster diving with a big wig within the GA community. That's just icing on the cake, and mm-hmm. I should have a lot of fun with that. So I'll keep you posted, and uh, if we do expect uh, that, we'll probably have another guest on the show to to talk about. Uh, well, I hope surviving so. Lobster diving with Captain Dennis. I don't want to just get the full report. I, I was hoping I was going to get an invite. I mean, it is once again Christmas Dennis, Day. You knew it was going to come to that. Oh, I know it was going to come to that. You know, but he doesn't understand logistics. That if I want to go to the Keys, that's two hours of additional round trip on each end just to go pick him up and get back to where I started. Right, so we're gonna but, have to but you dive it, in a buddy pair. And uh, yes. who's your buddy? But who's if your you pal? you had your own airplane, you could come and fly to the airport, and then we could ride share to get... pilot certificate, he yes. could rent an airplane. Right. Yeah, you know, and... Uh, I'm trying that. to give him some practical motivation here. Hmm. Uh, it sounds negative to me. It's a negative reinforcement, Dennis. I respond now, much that would better be the to positive two by four upside the head, but <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Okay. This is the holiday season, so it'd be a Yule log. But Dennis tried, or I mean, yeah, Ed and both Ed and Keith have tried that for many years now with the with the board upside the head or banana being thrown at me or something like that. But yeah, we we'll see. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I I am obviously jealous, but uh, we'll see where it uh, where it goes because it sounds like a pretty cool adventure. And, uh, you know, it is, it's, it's thing we've been talking about for, for years before he even moved down to Fort Myers to the air park, you know, Dennis and I are both divers and we've been talking about this, uh, since he got his airplane, like, Hey, we got to go fly down to the keys down over to the Bahamas, uh, do some diving, uh, catch some lobster, whatever the case may be. And, uh, just make the most of this whole aviation lifestyle thing. So he's well on his way. And I, I guess it's safe to say that's. Going to be, uh, well, maybe one of your New Year's resolutions to just fly more now that you got your plane back up in the air. Right, Dennis? Yes, it is. Uh, we're up to 25 hours on the engine. I actually do finally do an oil change for the first time, and yeah. everything is just running fantastic. In fact, I talked to uh, J.D. at Pinnacle just the other day to give him an update on where we're at, and he, he sounds uh, like uh, everything is doing what it was supposed to. He was very happy to hear that the oil is still clean even after 25 hours. And we've only had to add a quart of oil the entire time during the break-in. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the airplane is is performing well, and the engine is fantastic. Sweet. So, they they uh, hooked you up qu- uh, pretty well, then, it sounds they, like. They did a quality job. Let's so you're over the, all, uh, the whole break-in period now, right? Are you yeah, still- we're, we're able to switch now to and run regular oil and do normal things with the airplane. There's no need to baby it, no need to uh, you know really run it hard. They say, you know, still be cautious for the first, you know, several hundred hours, just make, you know, making sure because everything is still, still new, but mm-hmm. I have no indications from everything that we're seeing that, uh, that there's uh, going to be any issues with this engine for the next couple thousand hours. Right. Well, now when you stopped off uh, at Merritt Island to check in with Tom and you saw his velocity aircraft, the big question is, did you see it and admire it and go, ah, oh, crap, I need one now. Well, the first thing I did, Greg, is is I went and checked the baggage area. I wanted to see how much room there is because, you know, that's obviously a consideration uh, with whatever we want to do with an airplane. I got to make sure we have room for our luggage, for dive gear, for passengers. And uh, I was pleasantly surprised how much room there is. Yeah, it's uh, substantially bigger. thought in the back there. Yeah, than a Mooney 201, isn't it, Tom? Your velocity? <laughs> Well, you know, speaking from my velocity, from what I know, I, you know, I've had four dive tanks in there, two BCs, all my dive gear, fins, snorkels, you know, all my uh, weights and uh, everything else, and going to the Bahamas and the Keys and all, and I still have enough to carry full fuel and uh, two people and all my dive gear. So, yeah, I'm I'm quite happy with the uh, load uh, capacity of the velocity. I I can make it do what I want to do, that's for sure. Well, it will, like, pick up your buddy in Orlando and take him down to dive in the Keys for lobster with uh, Dennis? Actually, you know, since you mentioned that, <laughs> we just got a reservation for uh, January 5th at Boyd's at the campground. We've been trying for six months. Yeah. It's right in Stock Island in Key West. So we're taking the uh, the new RV down there to go diving. So if you can get your buddy Dennis to bring you down to two hundred one, I think we could accommodate you on a on a dive trip down there. Okay, well that that's a you know a nice alternative. What do you think, Dennis? We we'll have to see how schedules align. Maybe everything is going to come together. We'll I don't know what weekend we're going yet. I'm working on logistics. So I'll tell you it what, might, it might dovetail with Tom too. So Merry hey. Christmas to me. That's what it yeah, sounds like. Go. 
Gee whiz. That's, that's a good that day. Yeah, that's right. Well, so true. Know, this is all about Greg, right? Yeah. But yeah. how did the uh, Velocity cabin then compare to your Mooney 201? Because I'm not familiar with with uh, Tom's aircraft there, uh, Dennis, but I am familiar with your fairly cramped quarter Mooney. <laughs> oh, come on. It's No, it's nice. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> but is it a lot bigger or just a little bigger or, or what? I, I, there's a limit with the GA how much bigger you can get. And I think almost every airplane, I mean, heck, they, they say that the Skyhawk and, and the Mooney are the same size cab. But the advantage he has is two doors. So you can get in on either side. And so it can be a little bigger that way. Okay. It, it's uh, mental. It feels bigger. All right. More coming up. Stay close. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. So beautiful. It's like Christmas Day and I got all the presents I asked for. I want to tell you what I didn't get for Christmas. The very thing I wanted the most. No island or peninsula or isthmus. You bet you guess where you're getting close. So close as you can put your finger on it. So far my wishing just didn't do. I didn't get for Christmas what I wanted. A little more time with you. Yeah, a little more time with you. A jingle bell chime and another word to rhyme and a little more time with you. This is Just Plain Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that is me. Merry Christmas to you. Captain Dennis, Ed, and Tom rounding out the crew as we navigate the latest aviation news and information on this Christmas Day. Hopefully you're making the best of it. We're just kind of comparing notes, making plans for the future. And, uh, you know, who knows? Maybe we'll have to uh, set up a caravan with uh, Dennis's Mooney 201 and 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 Tom's Velocity aircraft. And, and actually, during the commercial break, yeah, you guys were saying that uh, Tom's Velocity is really only like three or four inches wider than his Mooney 201. Is that right, Tom? That's right. Okay. But three inches, you know, three inches can make a big difference. Um, it depends on which woman you talk to. And, yeah. uh, but, uh, regardless, uh, what, what about carry capacity? What do you think, uh, Dennis, are they about the same too, or, or what? We're within about a hundred pounds. 
Really? So his velocity's got the edge. He's just over a thousand pounds useful load, and I'm just a hair under it right so, now. So is it the airframe that's giving it that extra capacity, or do, do you got more horsepower under the hood there, uh, Tom, or what? Than his well, it, it's, it's a combination of uh, you know with a thousand pounds. I mean, I can carry eighty-eight gallons of ninety gallons of fuel uh, per se, hmm. and put four people in there. So, so, it, but to get like from Merritt Island to Key West and back, I don't need to carry that kind of fuel load. I mean, with full fuel, I can go, almost go seven hours. So if I'm carrying, uh, I can actually stick four people in their dive gear and just carry, you know, 40 gallons of fuel or 35 gallons of fuel, and still be able to make Key West uh, and be able to carry, they have the ability to get down there and carry four divers of all their gear and just get some more fuel down in Key West. Hmm. Okay. Uh, what about you with your Mooney? The same kind of carry capacity on the fuel or not that much, so, is it? The, the way that the Mooney's useful load is here's how much weight it can carry, whether it's fuel or passengers or cargo. Yeah. So um, I can fill the airplane up to 64 gallons. Okay. But most of the flying I do, I don't need to. So I typically fly with about 50 gallons. So 25 aside, fill it to the tabs. That gives me another couple hundred pounds of cargo, whether that be another passenger, or whatever. And still at 50 gallons, I've got you know, conservatively four hours plus of reserve with the Mooney. Got it. Okay. Well, that's more than enough to go from Orlando to the Keys and back. Right. But having that extra fuel capacity uh, that Tom has, if you're just flying yourself, you could have it filled up and really go a long, long way, I well, guess. And, and I think I sip a little bit uh, less fuel than he does. I've got a 200-horsepower four-cylinder, and he's got a fire-breathing six-cylinder, 300-horsepower uh-huh. in there. So. He drinks a little bit more than I do too. Well, but so, and he, he goes a little faster, a little it more does. zippier. Yeah. What what do you top out at, uh, Tom, on that velocity? Actually, you know, uh, between Dennis's, you know, a Mooney two hundred one, meaning two hundred one miles an hour. We both, you know, I cruise about one hundred seventy knots, which isn't isn't that much more than Dennis's airplane. So, mm-hmm. Dennis has the efficient airplane out there. Uh, uh, you know, my airplane is fuel efficient, aerodynamically clean, and all that good stuff. But you know, I'm taking 300 horsepower to do you know 200 miles an hour, and Dennis is using 200 horsepower, so he does have an edge on me over that. Well, horsepower and uh, inches matter, uh, so you know, there you go. He has that uh, going for him. So I don't know. We're going to have to get these things out uh, uh, together. Maybe compare them side by side. Do like a I don't know some kind of what? What would that be, Ed? What do you think? Do a drag race. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. They do our own little... That's the like, end thing now. Everybody's doing the stole drags, and didn't AOPA do a head-to-head with a Bonanza and a, and a Mooney or Cirrus or something here recently? Or, no, yeah, that's long. Yeah. Yeah. Comparing who's, who stalls the slowest, who can accelerate the, uh, and outrun each other from a, on a straight line towards the photo ship. And, yeah, maybe we do something like that. Well, Crazy. you can do all that stall stuff. I, I say just going to point A to point B, like... Home port to the you know Key West or the Bahamas. First one there, uh, the other one pays for the booze or something. Yeah, or lobsters. They got to give up their lobsters that they catch diving. So we'll come up with some plan for 2022. I think that could be a uh, a good idea or a New Year's resolution that we got to you know put on the put on the books and uh, execute. Uh, for the new year. All right. So we have that, uh, you know, when it comes to, you know, how much capacity as far as weight, fuel and that kind of thing, those are always things you got to 
take into consideration with your own aircraft. But there's ways to work around that, which brings us to this article that, uh, Dennis, you've been, I don't know, looking at it and kind of comparing your own personal notes with this and, and seeing how you can maybe uh, make your plane more efficient or your flying plan more efficient or what? Exactly. Uh, AOPA uh, just ran an article in their latest magazine uh, called Traveling Light, The Art of Minimal Cross-Country Packing, and it was written by William Dubois. And I started looking through this going, okay, I'm probably guilty of about half of the things on his list. Hmm. Uh, you know, you go look in the back of an average GA airplane, go look in the hat rack in the baggage compartment and what stuff is in there. Do I need that? But that's all weight and, and capacity that I don't need to be hauling around. I've got headset bags in the back for the headsets that are in use in the plane. I'm not taking them out of the plane and putting them back in the bag at the end of the flight. Why do I carry the bags around? Because uh, they're there for storage. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so much extra clutter and crap that I could probably get 10 pounds of useful load uh, back out of the plane just by getting rid of, you know, stuff like that. Um, and then start looking at packing your clothes. What do you take with when you're going to go for a weekend of scuba diving in, in the Bahamas? Too much crap, uh, that's for sure. It, exactly. And so what this this article was really talking about how to lighten everything up. Uh, you know, you don't need to bring your laptop computer because you probably already have your iPad with you, right? Okay. Your iPad can sure. be used for your entertainment and checking your email and everything else. So you don't need to have a laptop to send a picture back to the family of the fish and the lobster you caught. Just bring your iPad. One thing, you're already using it for the airplane for four flight. So there you go. Uh, lighten up the clothing that you're bringing with. You bring one shirt to fly in, one nice shirt to wear out for dinner on the town, uh, the pair of pants that you already have, maybe a pair of shorts, uh, one T-shirt to lounge around in the hotel, and the pair of shoes that you're wearing, throw in a hat and maybe a windbreaker. That's it. Yeah, you don't have to be a fashion plate when you're traveling to these islands, for sure. If you're and doing the that same thing comes to when you look at your your uh, overnight bag, your you know your toiletry kit. You don't need to bring soap. You don't need to bring shampoo because all of that should be provided or can be gotten at the hotel. You might want to bring your own toothbrush. That would just be you know yeah. a little bit a little less icky than you know getting one of the cheapies. But if you had to, you could even you know get by without that. The only thing the guy says I throw in my kit that isn't included is a small bottle of laundry soap. Because remember, we go back to the earlier discussion of minimal amount of stuff. Mm-hmm. He only brings with like one extra pair of undergarments. And if you get the the good wicking kind or uh, go talk to the backpacking people and buy some of the really lightweight clothing, you can wash all that stuff out in the sink, hang it to dry. And, it, you know, within an hour or two, it's ready to be worn again. So okay. instead of packing a bunch of stuff. What, what's this guy's name? I want to make sure I never share a hotel room with him. <laughs> That's for sure. William Dubois. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's kind of a French uh, vibe going on there, maybe. I don't know. And but I'm not going to judge. think about but. it, look at the practical aspects of all the stuff that we want to do with these airplanes. The dive gear, you know, we can buy lightweight stuff, but there's still a certain amount of gear that we have to take. Granted, tanks and weights, get those at the dive site. But you want to bring your BC, your regulator, your dive computer, your, your get, uh, mask, fins, and snorkel, ideally. That's, you know, those things are not negotiable in most cases. True. The rest of it, we can pack a lot lighter and people are comfortable. It's still going to be about it. But I have my limits. I'm not a big fan of, like, hey, you can wear your underwear three or four days in a row if you just uh, four days, right rotate them. In yeah, rotate them in and out. You. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. 
Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. No child wants to play with a Charlie in the box, so I had to come here. Have a holly jolly Christmas, it's the best time of the year. Now I don't know if there'll be snow, but have a cup of cheer. Way ahead of you there. I got my cup of cheer. I've had a couple of them already. It's Christmas, so why not, right? Greg, your co-pilot here on Just Plane Radio, along with Captain Dennis, Ed, and Tom, rounding out the crew on this Christmas day. Uh, You know, Tom uh, mentioned uh, during the commercial break, as far as these issues is, you know, packing uh, efficiently. Uh, when it comes to clothes and things, he goes, clothes? Who needs clothes? If you go to the right uh, resort there in the Caribbean, a lot of them, it's optional. <laughs> so it's all about the planning, I guess. Right, Dennis? You think? Yep. Just choose the destination wisely, and uh, you can either avoid that problem <laughs> or bring a lot of extra sunscreen. Yeah. Well, you know, you go to one of those sandals resorts where I guess all you have to do is wear sandals. And uh, no, I think it's hedonism that's oh, that way. Uh, sandals oh, is okay. uh, probably a little more family friendly. All right. Well, you, you got to plan accordingly and, you know, check the interwebs and make sure you know which place you're going to and you can pack, uh, you know, as efficiently as you so choose. Uh, but warn the neighbors, <laughs> you know. <laughs> I don't want to ruin somebody else's vacation by exactly. having them, you know, vomiting on the beach as I walk by. Well, there, there is that. Yes. All right. Uh, so it is Christmas Day. Hopefully, you got everything you had wished for for the uh, holiday. But uh, I don't know whoever uh, got this Honda Jet with the big red ribbon on it. The picture I saw. Oh my gosh, we need to find that person. You want to be friends with them, don't you, Dennis? Absolutely. Uh, the Honda just delivered the 200th Honda Jet, um, and it's been basically five years since the the first delivery. And uh, you know they've already put 200 out the door, and now it's looking like they've got a new model in the works that'll be even be a little bit bigger. But uh, seeing a uh, you know a business jet with a bow on the nose, you know I need friends like that. Heck yeah! I mean, uh, and you know there's 200 of them out there now. Uh, Ed, have you had the opportunity to fly one yet? We've seen them. At the show, uh, they're, they're co based at executive, and, yeah. and a good friend of mine does fly one. He kept saying, I need to go along for a trip. Problem is, I don't have a lot of time to go do that stuff. Yeah, so you can't just go, go fly on, for fun, right? Yeah, yeah, Ed's doing all this uh, flight examination uh, thing right now, so he's like booked, you know, constantly. But you got to make room for stuff like that, don't you? I mean, that's on your list, isn't it? Well, if, if we can plan it three weeks ahead, I can do just about anything. Right. Well, and, and you know, uh, but otherwise it's just I happen to have a cancellation. You happen to be going somewhere. I'll jump in. Right. Okay. Well, see, you know, Dennis and I are taking advantage of some of these things. We got to fly the new Cirrus jet, uh, but we haven't done the the Honda jet. So maybe we yeah. can put that on our our New Year's resolution, right, Dennis? You think? Hey, I'm I'm open to it. Yeah, just give us a call. Right. That's uh, Dennis at Just Plain Radio. Uh, Gre- no, uh, Greg. Greg at Just Plain Radio. Dot <laughs> com. Uh, go through me because Dennis will blow me off and call up Tom and say, I know another guy already has his pilot's license, but, uh, if you want a parasitic, a parasitic or a parasitic drag. Yeah. Yeah. What he said. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, there's that. Uh, but, but you know, that would be a pretty sweet Christmas gift to get, uh, get a brand new Honda jet. You know, I mean, you know, they, they probably said, Hey, look, we're, we're going to give you this for Christmas. 
The uh, jet is free. The giant red bow on top of it is uh, what ten million? I don't know. I don't even remember eh, what. This maybe is. five, but yeah, the, yeah. There you go. So in that case, then just keep the bow. I'm I'm fine. True. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, what else do we have to navigate through on this Christmas Day, there, Dennis? That we can share well, with our you know, passengers. We we like to say that you know this is the season of giving, but unfortunately, with the FAA, sometimes it they take away too. And for anybody that was uh, really had their eyes on uh, getting a set of astronaut wings, you know, next year, yeah, it's not going to happen anymore. Well, wait, uh, back up a second. What do you mean, astronaut wings for what? What well, are they doing? You, the FAA has had a program for commercial um, astronaut wings, and that they would grant to anybody that flew a spacecraft over sixty-two nautical miles high that the Carmen line. And this was, you know, basically an incentive for the people that were doing the testing on, you know, think of the uh, Ansari X Prize and the first ever reusable space plane and now Virgin Galactic. Oh, okay. Um, even some of the early SpaceX flights are kind of questionable. But in those cases, you had actual astronauts, you know, actual test pilots flying the plane. Well, Blue Origin now is launching, you know, uh, customers and passengers and uh, SpaceX has done some as well, but they're fully autonomous there's no need to pilot the aircraft anymore and so i think the faa is looking at this going hey we don't need to be handing out wings to passengers on a, on a robotic spaceship anymore so they basically just suspended the program hand out the wings that's the right they're they're just supposed to hand those out to make the passengers feel you know more safe or give them something to occupy, occupy their minds right well, i get on an airliner and nobody's handing me a set of captain's wings either so i guess it's only fair well, uh, yep. you, I don't know that you're playing your cards quite right on that. You got to act uh, scared, nervous, and uh, trust me, I have. Well, like you do that. Day and have like somebody for the TSA is going to be taking you off the airplane before you leave the gate. Well, and once again, it depends on how you play. Cry like a baby might work, Ed. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> that that could be a card to play. Uh, you got to figure out how you do it without uh, ruffling feathers and and make them feel sorry for you. <laughs> but uh, but so but the FAA when it comes to the astronaut flights or the like you said the blue origin and the virgin galactic uh spaceship flights with like william shatner and all these guys after you get through that initial run of those folks bezos you know he's probably already got his astronaut wings they're like okay that's enough they you know we don't need to hand these out anymore i guess they don't they, they don't warrant the award is what they're saying they're playing screw well, junk christmas just just like there's a commercial pilot certificate and a private pilot certificate, yeah. they need to get maybe a private astronaut set of wings. Lower standards and requirements than just going up there in a passenger seat gets you your wings. Okay. Well, so you know, people will be happy. Better maybe. yet, just let Blue Origin or SpaceX give you a pair of SpaceX or Blue Origin wings as appropriate for their passengers, and the FAA doesn't even have to get involved. Because right. it's really not an FAA issue at this point, right? Well, yeah. uh, and plus, what are the tickets? Are like two hundred fifty thousand dollars a seat at the moment? Yeah. Still, right? They should at least give you a little souvenir, right? <laughs> yeah, plastic plastic wings sounds about right for that. Part. Yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> come on now, uh, they, they they should get something. And the fact that they're you know going to get stingy with the little plastic wings, I mean, that is a little odd, isn't it? But I don't know. They they could come up with something better. Uh, well, in the, in the case, do they let them? I would imagine that you let them keep the uh, spacesuit that they wear, don't they? I, w- I bet they do. You don't think the Blue Origin, even Bezos, you know, for Amazon, surely. Well, he could keep it because he owns it. 
Well, right, but I and, mean the other people. I would people... imagine like William Shatner and whatnot when they they filmed that whole thing and they all had yeah. their names embroidered on the suits. Yeah, those right. they probably got to keep. But they when they start doing them. it, uh, Harris, here's your spacesuit. Uh, you're a medium, and uh, we're uh, we're gonna need that back. But small hey, helmet. Okay, but you're, you're gonna get you a go. next a one month free trial at Amazon Prime. <laughs> the, the, the the suit is an extra hundred grand. Yeah, and if you want the helmet, that's another fifty grand. Hmm. Yeah. For the helmet upgrade. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. But but once again, they'll get like a 30 days free of Amazon Prime or something like that. They'll, they'll throw in some kind of bonus, some incentive to get people to, you know, buy the buy the ticket to space. SpaceX, you might get a, a year's worth of Starlink Internet. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah. But, hey. uh, but I, I don't know. I mean, uh, the, you'd think they'd come up with something, though, unique. Uh, well, and I think that that would be an opportunity rights. for them to reward their customers with some sort of a you know commemorative plaque or right. something like that. But having something so, come from the FAA, I mean, I think it probably should. I mean, uh, or, or at what point? No, at this point, no. there are passengers no on deal. the bus. <laughs> you know, the FAA is yeah. not handing out passenger wings to everybody that gets on an airliner. Well, well no, no, I got, I got, I kind of like the idea of FAA handing up because then you have a pilot examiner test them. Aha, uh-huh, which is where Ed would so come in. I, which is uh, 800 or so dollars. Yeah. yeah. Here we go. Yeah. They, they, and you get to go for the flight every time. Exactly. Now we're talking. Okay. See, we've solved uh, the, the issue for the FAA. And all he had to do is reach out to us. Which probably explains why the people. And on that note, we're going to just wrap it up on this Christmas Day. Make the best of it. Merry Christmas to you. And we'll do it again next week. Till then, remember, there's no better high than learning to fly. Just Plain Radio is brought to you by JustPlainRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the Information Super Skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plain Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlainRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plain Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com.